We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Mark. I'm glad you're okay. And um, tell us what that was like when you saw the fire and knew something was very wrong happening. Yeah, good morning, Don. Good morning. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was crazy. You know, when I saw it, I I uh, could see it from a distance because when I got on I-95, I got on to Woodhaven Road, mm-hmm. and you can just see the beginning of the smoke starting to billow up into the sky. So as I'm driving and uh, driving southbound, I see it go, you know, getting thicker and thicker. I just thought it was a car fire because that's Mm -hmm. what it looked like at first from a distance. Uh, But as I started getting closer, I figured, okay, maybe it's a building off of 95. still couldn't tell. I was probably five minutes away from it before I even got to it. And then... As you turn a bend, those that are familiar with the 90, I-95, you come down and you kind of do a little, it's a little, a few turns here and there. And I turn and then I see the, the smoke off to the side. So then I thought, okay, it's not on 95. I can drive through it. That's why I continued on. And, and as I drove through, I have the camera and I'm looking and I don't see anything except for the grass that's on fire next to me. That's why I said, oh, it looks like it's a brush yeah. fire. Because that's what was on fire. That's all I could see. I yeah. had no idea what was underneath me. And then, uh, you know, I hit that bump. But for those that drive 95, it's under construction right there. So I just assume, all right, it's a, a fire off to the side. And I'm in a construction zone. No big deal. Not until... I go down the airport, pick up my son. Mm-hmm. We're heading back, and 95 is now shut down at Aramingo. You had to get off of Ar- at Aramingo. And we looked it up and found out, you know, and that was just 45 minutes later that it had, 95 had already collapsed, and, you know, it's going to be shut down, and that it was an oil tanker on fire, and that the southbound side, which I just drove over, uh, was on the verge of collapsing too. And it, it was bad. Now that I watched my own video and now I know what I know today, it's crazy how, you know, how close it was. And I mean, we, we went over it before the state police were even there. They were just approaching it as I passed it. Well, I just tweeted out, retweeted your video because in front of you, cause you're, you're pretty far away, but in front of you, I do see, you know, a, a law enforcement vehicle. I don't know what patrol vehicle that was with its lights. So it's heading, you know, you're, you're quite a ways behind it. But there were reports that 
some people were saying that the the highway was starting to buckle or they could feel it going. Did you notice that at all, that the highway was compromised? I felt the bump. I did feel that. Yeah. And you could tell. But I just, as, like I said, at the time, right. I didn't know. And that's a brand new section of 95, although they're still building outward. Right. Uh, that That's new. So the last thing I'm thinking of is a brand new highway would be compromised this fast. And again, it was fast from the time I got on from, from my re- from what I'm finding out, they believe it started, the fire started around a uh, six nineteen or so. Yeah. So I drove through it at six twenty nine, and it collapses moments after. So I, you know, I'm no engineer. I have no idea. Yeah. But I mean, it uh, just, that's a little shocking. I mean, you know, in your in your experience, I mean, in, in law enforcement and and living in Philadelphia, I know there was that tire fire. I talked about it earlier this morning, back in 9, March of ninety six. Turned out to be an arson tar, uh, tire fire that a bunch of teenagers had set, and it it did force part of I ninety five to buckle. And even actually, as I'm looking back at your video. I see that it turns to one point, and I see a bump. There's a white car that goes over it, and I wonder yeah. if that's the buckling that everybody's talking about. And so I look at that, and I think, I think, Mark, you know what? This is weird that that quickly this situation escalated, that kind of heat that was generated within, I don't know, less than 20 minutes of a fire that a section of a major highway would collapse. I don't... In my news reporting, I don't remember reporting on something like that th- happening this quickly. That's and that's exactly what I've said, you know. And I and I've tried to stay away from all the conspiracy yeah. theories and stuff like that. I, I'm just I don't know, and I've said that like this is strange. I, I would have thought by now, 24 hours into it, yeah. somebody would have come out and said, "Hey, listen, this is actually normal." If this type of you know, gasoline or this type of fuel catches on fire. It's in the perfect environment for something like this. I, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I don't understand yeah. um, how that could happen. Maybe it, it is very easy that it can. I just, yeah. I'm shocked that we haven't all learned about that today, but you know, maybe we'll learn that the trucking company, whoever owns the truck, the driver, you know, again, there's different, things going around that I'm not going to, you know, jump out and tell anybody uh, that, you know, that's the one thing I'm just going to allow. Yes. Uh, I don't need to break that news. Someone else can explain what everybody and what happened there, but it is crazy. I mean, just in news reporting, I've pointed out this morning that it's, it's odd to me that well over 24 hours later, we don't have, you know, a, a truck company or a fuel company coming forward. And they don't have to release. They often won't release, as we all know. They won't release often the specific name of an individual who perhaps they believe is buried under there or was tragically incinerated. They're, but they're not even saying those words. They're not talking about who owned the company, anything about the man. Where was the truck? Where did it leave from? Where was it headed to? Where were the brake inspections? I mean, usually those are all the normal things that I would expect. And then for me, as a just reporting news for years, it's always for me looking at what are they not saying? What are they omitting and why? 
And that's just right. my the way my brain works. Okay, they're not talking about the truck driver. They're making a point to say no injuries, although we don't know. But then no word on a trucking company, a company coming forward, looking into the investigation, um, saying the words, oh, well, we're not releasing the name pending family notification. None of those words are being said. And that then gets my spidey senses, as I say, my spidey senses working over time. And then, of course, I look at this day in history. Well, what happened on June 11th in American history? It was the day Timothy McVeigh was executed. You know, that that was what happened yesterday morning in 2021, you know, in 2011. So, I, you know, then you look at that, hmm, and what was his story? So that, in my mind, yeah, I can't help it, but I just think of those things. But but I think on the news side of thing, we don't want to speculate. On the other side, I see a lot on social media happening, Mark, because why? There's a vacuum of information. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It you is. Know, I, I forgot about the McVeigh thing. You know, I, um, I thought when I, when I watched the uh, press conference yesterday, whoever was the first person that got that, ask a question. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I couldn't hear who it was, but they asked, that was the first thing he asked, you know, is this something that was intentional? Do you know that? Uh, you know, that was the first question. Yes. And you know, they said the right things. Oh, we're still under investigation. We don't know. And this is possibly a situation where they just have no clue and they're not going to know until I would imagine through the day yesterday, law enforcement, Definitely, you know, they probably, I've said this before, when a crime happens, they always work backwards. They mm-hmm. they check the cameras, probably have the tag. They probably know of the truck or had a general idea, probably made contact with the company, uh, but they're just not going to tell us that. Which would be unusual. I mean, it's public. I mean, this affects, let's say, in a week's time, this affects well over one million drivers and commuters Mm -hmm. so right 165,000 people travel over this section of highway every day and so this ultimately if if as Shapiro said it could take months you know you're thinking of millions of people impacted and so to me I think huh you know the right to know well what trucking company was it what there's just no information and then the wording that Shapiro used, where at first we heard it was an a, an oil tanker, and then he said it was a petroleum uh, type substance that was sort of a petroleum based product, and so I don't know. I just to me, you, you know, Dawn. What when when I came back, and I forgot to, and I haven't told anyone this, but when we came back, ninety five was close, so we had to cut through uh, the Frankfurt section of Philly up Harbison Ave up to the Boulevard to get home. And when I was at Ron in the Boulevard, which is, you know, parallel to basically where the accident occurred, but a few miles uh, away, you could smell the burning of some type of fuel. You could smell it that far away. And, yeah, I don't know what it was that was burning. I don't know what kind of fuel that truck had, but it was definitely a situation that I, I believe being at a Sunday morning, so early, just you just don't have the proper staff on hand at the time. Whoever showed up for 
you know, the fire department that showed up obviously was there to put the fire out. But like I said, that blaze went up so fast, so hot to destroy a, a, a highway. Uh, I mean, there's people, a lot, a lot of people smarter than me that know what can do that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but it, I just think a lot of people, and I'll give them everybody the benefit of the doubt in law enforcement yesterday and, and the politicians that being such a early Sunday morning incident, it maybe take, and it's going to take them a little longer to get the answers, but they should have all those answers today. And I think the public deserves to know that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Your son's okay. I know the NTSB National Transportation Safety Board said they're, they have a team in Philadelphia investigating. So we'll have the inv- federal investigators and then we'll get the federal funding loosened up when Shapiro, he's making this emergency declaration, but it could be months, unfortunately. And I know everybody's dreading that situation. Just the traffic. I have, I have a prediction. What? It will not take months. Although okay, I don't, be- I, I don't believe that for one second, it, it, it couldn't take months. I just believe that, when he made that declaration, it was to that, like, oh, no, this is going to be a nightmare yeah. scenario for the summer. <laughs> and then once it gets done, maybe before the summer is even out, he could come out and say, look, we did it so fast, record timing. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, that, he will that would come be out wonderful. as a victor in this. <laughs> Trust me. That would be wonderful. I know I was looking back in 96 thinking about with that that other situation that is the only thing I could try to find to com- that would be comparable. In 96, I know that they it was six months to totally repair it, but it was it was actually a shorter period of time before they could get things operational. So, for example, you know, would they be able to get the northbound lanes up and running or something, you know, but there's a, there's a lot at stake here. But, you know, we 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 certainly hope that you're right that they can get it up as quickly as possible. Ah, Sergeant Mark Fu, how's everything else going? What what other updates? What are you working on? You have your, you know, and I enjoyed, we enjoyed seeing you all over the local stations, um, Fox News. Who else were you on this morning? Real quick here. I was Fox and Friends. Uh, I think Good Morning America from yesterday. We recorded yesterday. Uh, CNN. Uh, somebody else from Fox, and then I'm going to go on this afternoon with Rich Dioli. So great! What was your experience you know, like to be on uh, network? You know, on Fox and CNN. What was that like? I, I tell you, it was uh, nothing crazy. There, everyone's professional. They kind of walk you through everything uh, up until that moment. And I've luckily I've been on with Greta a few times yeah. already, so I've kind of broken that ice and. A little familiar with it now, so it was. Uh, no, yeah, everyone's professional. Even I know we give uh, some of the other stations all our time. Even the CNN people were uh, nice and professional. Good. So that's I have nothing, I'm glad to hear it. nothing bad to say about any of them. Nice. And you didn't. You were were you remote? You weren't. You didn't go in and get the hair and makeup treatment and all that. No, no. no I <laughs> stayed in my little studio, our extra bedroom we have for. My son, who is away, who it was his birthday yesterday, too. My Aww, Marine son. Happy birthday. So that, that was a, so he's, I appreciate that. Well, um, we appreciate you, uh, Sergeant Mark Fusetti, and I'm glad your son is home and he serves in the Marines. Is that right? 
Oh, uh, no, it was my other son I went to pick up. My my okay. Marine son's still away in Japan. It just oh. happened to be his birthday. Oh. His 20th. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday to, mm-hmm. to the baby. They grew up too fast. I hope you come back they on and sure <laughs> keep us up to date, Sergeant Mark Frizzetti. And I retweeted your original tweet. It's It's pretty fascinating to watch that because you were recording it, and this is certainly before anybody had an inkling that all of this would happen. So I'm glad you're safe and glad nobody else on I-95 was injured as the investigation continues. Mark, thanks a million. Thanks, Dawn. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.